Yo, what's up, everybody? It's Blaine and Brooks, and this is the Abrazo Football Podcast. We are so happy to have you with us today. Brooks, you were texting me yesterday some nonsense, talking about records, talking yeah. about Argentine goalkeepers. What's going on? What's this milestone that Emmy Martinez has hit? Yeah, so um, Emmy Martinez. At Chelsea's expense. Yeah, at Chelsea's expense. So full transparency, I did look at the 100th game. Like, I mean, it was like two or three weeks ago. And I was like, oh, she was against Chelsea. That's probably not going to go well for him. But needless to say, there was, a, there was a record up for grabs for Emmy Martinez. The first 100 games in goal as an Aston Villa goalkeeper. So um, he has now officially crossed that um broken that record for the most clean sheets by any aston villa goalkeeper in the first 100 games so shout out to Amy martinez of course the argentine just keeps breaking records this this season um so super happy for him you know it wasn't long ago that arsenal thought he wasn't good enough as a first choice or a second choice <laughs> so he went off to to aston villa decided to win the world cup and break some records so happy for him congratulations to emmy martinez Go ahead and, you know, take that little, little bang, bang. Track, you know? <laughs> yeah. Uh, what what was, I mean, just for my curiosity, what was, I mean, I'm not necessarily asking how many clean sheets he had, but like how, how big of a disp- difference is it between who he beat for the record? Like he beat him by like several clean sheets or was it pretty close? No, it was one. He, tr- he tied the record at, at game 99. It was tied. Um, okay. Yeah. So, so game. A... Yeah. So so this game so, was a big deal. That's contentious. Why I, yeah. It's contentious. Okay. Yeah. 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 So that's why I looked right. at. I looked. I was like, Yo, who's number one hundred then? So or who who's his hundredth game against? And it was against Chelsea. And I was like, Ah, uh, because that's a gimme. I mean, we don't that's have to gimme. talk much about this. I know it's a sore subject, but because they have been scoring goals. Like, I mean, seemingly that you Scored know before the international goals. break. So a, a few goals. Yeah. 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 So anyway, uh, at your team's expense. Um, Emmy Martinez prevailed, so happy for him. But hopefully, for your sake, Chelsea will start scoring goals again. I feel like Enzo probably brought the boys together and was like, "Hey, look, we're not making Champions League anyway. Europe's not happening. My boys been having a great season. <laughs> yeah, let, let this happen. This. Let my dog do this. <laughs> yeah, yeah. How dare you? How dare you? <laughs> nah, Fernando Enzo would never. He he don't care about that. He's trying to get he's try he's trying to ensure that people aren't making headlines saying, you know, actually no one can say anything about Enzo. He's always playing good. It's not like a midfielder that's dropping back to help defend. It's not his fault we're not scoring goals. Yeah, I mean I know this is not gonna be like a Chelsea a Chelsea episode, but I mean let me just say that I, I've been very impressed by his season this thus far as for Chelsea. It's been obviously a massive price tag. And I'm not saying that you know, after 10 games or whatever, he's living up to it. But he's, I mean, he's been impressive for at his age, the price tag to live up to and playing for the one of the highest profile clubs in the world. Like he's, yeah, he's, he's, I think that he's so far so good. So I'm happy to see it. Yeah. I'm, yeah. I mean, let's not keep talking about Chelsea, but <laughs> all like all things considered, given the price tag, it, let's just say he's a great player. Mm-hmm. Other players for similar price tags have performed a lot worse. Yeah. If he just performed like this for the next five years, that would be a return. Like just to get a solid midfielder that can do their job. Yeah. <laughs> is 
you know, these days might be worth about a hundred K a hundred thousand or a hundred million. Yeah. 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 You know, throwing you know, a couple of trophies here and there. I think that that's a, that's a good overall yeah. purchase plus the 10, eight year contracts or whatever, but yeah, yeah, yeah. So um, I'm, I'm happy with okay. it. All right. Well, let's, let's move on then. Let's, let's move on from, you know, a milestone for the Argentine shot stopper and talk about the Norwegian goal getter. Now, this has been something on the channel. We've been talking about this for a long time. You know, Mr. Erling Hollins, you know, we see him. He's sometimes he's wearing Nikes. Sometimes he's in the Puma. Sometimes he's in the Adidas. Okay. He's been chewing a lot of different boots. He's been wearing different merch. Well, in the past week, Brooks, this international break before he got injured, I woke up. The same way you probably woke up to a Nike campaign starring the Terminator. Isn't that what they call him? Do they call yeah. him the Terminator? Am I making that up? Anyway, so yeah, man. I mean, we have been speculating. Nike finally pulls the trigger, signs Erling Holland. Now they have signed, or I guess they signed him. And they have a long-term contract. Two of the, let's just say, two of the best young players on long-term contracts. As opposed to, let's see, the prior generation or two generations when it was Messi on Adidas and Ronaldo on Nike. Now both are on a Nike. How big is this? How big a deal is this? I think it's Nike? huge. I think it's a huge win for Nike because um, obviously early, um, they tied up Mbappe to a long-term contract. That was their number one priority. That was obvious. Um, Nike player for currently club and country. And at least, and I mean, I don't think Nike is going anywhere in France as far as the national team goes um, or yeah. PSG for that matter. But the, the question yeah. is at club, where will you know Mbappe be? But uh, that being said, I think that um, the Holland one was a super interesting one because he was not only was he out of contract at, in January of this year, but he had been, you know, the speculation was going on for months before that right because um usually players of that profile are like not waiting for their contract to run out um but there was a he did this on purpose you know it was for six months there's like a some sort of contractual obligation where you know if he agrees to something nike has the right to uh to match that and and still keep yeah. him so he really let that run out so that he could kind of have a fresh start fresh mind at everything that he wanted to do and look at and obviously money was a huge factor in his decision but also um comfort was a huge factor in his decision which um and we've talked about this in the past like you specifically brought this up where it, you know Mbappe is the mercurial man for now like he's kind of taken that from Ronaldo he you're yeah, not going to the crown yeah yeah he took the crown so he's not we're not going to probably or it was interesting that 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 we see Holland playing in Mercurius as well. However, the last few weeks, he switched it up. He's now in those Phantom GXs, uh, and I wonder if that's if that's going to be the target man for the Phantom, or if these are just like a few things. I mean, something that he's trying. But overall, I think it's a huge win for Nike. They've been, you know, letting go of players, letting people leave. Puma's been stashing these guys up. Adidas's been stashing these guys up, and I think a lot of people were thinking, like, what is like, what's the plan right now? What's going on? Like, they're losing. Not a ton of high-profile players. The biggest was obviously Neymar, but obviously they had a plan. They got two of the, like you said, the youngest, most prolific strikers in the game right now. So this is huge for them. Yeah. Yeah, man. I mean, 
the only thing I'll say is like, first off, yeah, he, he obviously he made the right decision. The tricky part, though, because what you said, yeah, he, so he is wearing the Phantom GX, right? The tricky thing is like, so this is where I think I feel like things always get weird. And I this is just this is my prediction. I feel like at some point he will wear the Mercurial. I feel like that, that too. Because I feel like every player, for the most part, every like attacking player, like they try, like, for example, Ronaldo had always been the Mercurial or the Superfly. Mm -hmm. Now insert Mbappe. He's now the Superfly exclusively. No, no Mercurial. Superfly. Always wear Superfly. Then you look at when Neymar was on the roster, he was the Mercurial Vapor. Right. Never Superfly. Always Vapor. Then he left. And then, like, a few people, like, Eden Hazard would every now and again get his own Vapor. But no one really ever carried that Vapor mantle ever since Neymar had left. Then insert Phantom GX. Phantom GX, a year from now, that this shoe won't exist. The Phantom yeah, line is always yeah. changing. Yeah. And and they don't always get it right. Where I feel like the Mercurial line, like, since, you know, let's say, like, what, 2000? No, like, 90s late 90s like 98 maybe since 98 the mercurial's basically always the same shoe like it like it's reliable they make tweaks here and there they change the material but like it's 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 like the old reliable striker shoe like you, you know and i just feel like when you're at that i mean i don't know maybe i'm talking crazy right now but i just feel like so many people who have not been on the mercurial line eventually make their way over to the mercurial or they start like wearing phantoms and like have Nike disguise them to be like right. the Mercurial because it's just. I mean, I, I'll say this: the Phantom GX. I can say this because I've 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 played in the current Phantom GX and I've played in the current Vapor. I honestly think the GX is the better shoe. Really, it's in what capacity? A, Striking, um, comfort. Yeah, uh, comfort and just better touch. Okay. Um, better, more comfortable, and I feel like I mean you have better control because that like it's so grippy. Like I know like That's in crazy. the ads, like they make it look like it's like bubble gum. The mm -hmm. shoe is so grippy, the ball literally sticks to your foot. Okay. Whereas you know with the material, like it's the the, the vapor posit. It's like it's more of a slick surface. You can get more like power, not not necessarily power, but like I don't know what what word I'm looking for. Like when you hit the ball. Like, it's just gonna go. Yeah. Whereas, like, you can get, like, more bend. So, it, like, depends what kind of shot you're doing. I mean, it's still, I mean, the Vapor's still, like, some people might say it's still a better shoe. Just for me, I feel like the GX is better. At, but, but, you know, who's to say that it, it won't exist in a year? So, yeah, know, no, I mean, Holland's wearing the it today, track record, I mean, you bring up facts like that, that, the track record of everything that they've made since. I mean, really, even pre-T90, but T90 for me was the ones that stuck around for like the longest, aside yeah. from the staples, uh, you know, the Mercurial, TM the TMPOs. Yeah, so what these, like, I haven't played in these new Phantom GXs, but I did play in the, a couple times in the in the old T90s, like the lasers, just because I wanted, I, I don't know, at the time, I just liked to, to play whatever. I still always went back to the Mercurials, but these give me like old T90 vibes, like, because they had that like grip on the side and literally mm -hmm. all you had to do was just strike it with your with your instep and make sure that the mm -hmm. rubber things grabbed it and that thing was was spinning like crazy so i kind of yeah. get the same idea with or like the same 
vibes with this with this shoe that they've put out. And to your point, yeah, I kind of didn't really think of that. I don't know if uh, I think about like Mbappe being the Superfly guy, and then and then Holland being just the Mercurial, just the Vapor guy, because like you said, Neymar was that guy. Ibra still wears, you know, the he doesn't go Superfly, but I mean, he, I don't know. He, I, I, the, the the thing that I I do want to say is that like let's say that Holland is the I don't know the Phantom GX guy or whatever, and they do try to keep these cleats for a couple years or whatever. We saw Neymar be the hypervenom guy. We saw Ibra be the hypervenom guy, and both of those went back to Mercurial. So yeah. you're right. Like the Mercurial is like undefeated since it came out, uh, and it's I never left it. You know, I I I still think it's the best. But I did buy uh, you know other things, and it was fun to play in tempos if I wanted to be more comfortable or didn't care as much or whatever. But I like anytime you put on a vapor, it's just like I don't know. It's like the 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 marketing, the ads get it. Like anytime you put on a vapor, it's like you're sitting into a cockpit. It's like okay, I'm ready to go. Like these are gonna it's gonna take me somewhere new. So I don't know. I love I love playing in a vapor, um, but I mean I don't know what the the deals of that contract yet. But I wouldn't be surprised to see him in mercurials again soon like yeah. <laughs> after this yeah. flying it or whatever vapor is is done because uh, this is a kind of a limited one that he's wearing right the... yeah the flying it edition yeah. yeah with the multicolor. yeah 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 it's hard though i like that color it i like it. good yeah bro you know what the other thing is and then like let's just say something else real quick okay. i don't know what it's like in spain or europe but here in the states you can't get any of these shoes you can't get any you you basically if you don't get your nike cleats like the day they come out in that color like the the, like the production lines are so jammed up if you don't get them like within like the first few days that they release you're not getting a pair like i just like periodically i just get on like the g like if you wanted the phantom gx right now in america you you can't get us in any colorway in any colorway same thing with uh same thing with the Mercurial Vapors. Like you can get you can get Superflies okay. or you can get the ones with the dynamic collar, but if you yeah. want like the low cut ones that you're just they're gone. Like they're completely sold out. So, I mean, I don't know if that's like low production or if they're just flying off the shelves and it's because of my, Nike's marketing, but that's what I was going to lead and ask you was, do you think that this Erling Holland deal, by the way, people, he's getting twenty million a year for this contract. He's getting paid. He's getting paid. They should have just put him on a lifetime, but he's getting twenty million. So you know, by the time the contract's over, he's over a hundred million in the bank. He doesn't even touch the money. But uh, do you think this pushes the needle for Nike and and like Adidas and Puma are going to be like left even further in the dust because of this? Like, does this Erling Holland deal motivate kids to want to play in Nikes? Yeah, I think it does. I think it does, especially because, um, I mean, a couple reasons. So uh, we were talking about maybe some of these other companies and there's videos online about it, like catching up or as far as like market share goes or whatever. I think that Nike was like, I, I don't know. I just think that not only, like, yes, I do think it'll push push younger kids to want to step into some Nikes because obviously we were talking about the cool factor a lot and Bappe absolutely has that. And for us, like, funny and odd as holland is he i think he still has that too um is it he's he's yeah he's cool he is like he's got good like the one thing i will say about mbappe is he's literally always in a nike outfit always 
it's like a sweatsuit, a Nike sweatsuit, Nike, yeah. whatever. But Holland kind of, you know, goes different directions with it every now and then. So I kind of like his style choices. Um, so I do think that he, he brings that cool factor with him. And I think it's another, it's another uh, avenue or area for Nike. I don't know that there's, I don't, I'm never, I don't know how big Nike is in Norway. Now they, they do sponsor the Swedish team. I'm sorry. Then they do sponsor the Norwegian team. You know what you meant. They, you they meant. sponsor Martin Odegaard as well. So maybe it, it, I don't know if that means that it does well there or they're trying to like push it to do better there. Um, but here in Spain, it's still, I mean, the, the, the Nike store is massive here on, on, Gracia, but it's I feel like for the most part being a Spanish or being an Adidas um, country uh, uh, the Spanish national team wears Adidas jerseys I feel like Adidas is is still pretty prevalent here like in the streets or in the gym or whatever um, but I do think that this will push this will push uh, Nike even even further above uh, Adidas Puma all that it's just like he was one of the most sought after guys out there there's who who are you gonna get next right now like julian alvarez is great but he's not as marketable um they've been putting enzo on some of these nike ads too i don't really know how marketable he is i just i think that nike keeps pulling out of south american countries they're really left with like a couple of teams down there and then brazil um so yeah i think that they're just like doubling down on europe specifically the markets that that are that are massive you know the british market the french market so, yeah, I think that this is a huge win for them. Um, yeah, it's massive. Yeah. And to your uh, question think- about um, supply chain, I think, it, I think currently, I don't think it's, I don't think that they're over supplying right now because even like these new running shoes, I tried to get um, the Invincibles or whatever an hour Bro, after. I, you know, I got those, right? Oh, you did? What color did you get? The Invincible 3. I got the blue ones, like <sighs> the tailish blue, like the almost like this color, like yeah okay i wanted the white ones and those were gone within minutes so i just think that i mean we have friends that work for nike and and he tells me all the time is like if you know they'll pull they'll pull stuff to make it seem like it's i mean it's marketing they'll make it seem like it's sold out um and then they'll re-release it a little bit later to make the hype even harder but that was years ago um now there's excuses for everything right it's like supply chain issues or covid still yeah so i just think that I don't know that it's like that, that that many people are hopping online or into the Nike stores to buy all this stuff. I do think that it's just somewhat of a limited run um, just merely because of supply chain issues. But I, I could be wrong. Yeah. I mean, either of those would make sense to me. Yeah. I mean, I, I can say even to this day, I know there's times where like I'll try to get a shoe and they're like it's sold out. And then like two weeks later on a random Wednesday, it's there. They're like, it's like it's here. And I'm like, I thought it sold out. Yeah. And there's every single size, and it doesn't sell out. They just sit. So I think some of it is uh, artificial <laughs> de- yes. demand. Yeah. Like, oh, they're gone. And then, like, when you see them, oh, you got to buy them now before it's too late. Yeah, 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 and definitely. Then, I mean, and and that gives you that feeling, like, oh, shoo, 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 let me get them. Let me, like, you know, let me hurry and get these. But yeah, I mean, that's marketing is more than a, a commercial, right? It goes deeper than that. It's more of a more than an Instagram ad. But then eight months later, I go to the Nike outlet store and I see the shoe. Like, here's okay. Here's a true story, and then we can move on. Okay. So there was a shoe. Um, it's called, crap. What is it called? Um, the airstrip, the Airstrix, I believe is how you say it. Okay. Uh, it came out in the early '90s. 
it was it kind of looked like like you had like 3D goggles on like half the shoe had like very light blue Nike checks and the other side was red. I think it was the, the uh, Air Strix, I believe. Okay. Or well, no, it was the structures. It was the structures. Oh, okay. Yeah, that, yep, that's it. The structures. I don't know why I said strikes. Anyway, long story short, they they released them on the sneakers app and I got a pair. And then like two months later, they just came out on Nike.com and like they sold out and they're like, okay, it's gone. Like on all the like resale sites, the shoe was going for like $200 more than retail. But then later it just comes out on Nike.com willy nilly. So I was like, oh snap, I better buy another pair and maybe I can sell it. Or like, maybe it's really rare. And then like, they eventually just disappeared off Nike.com. Then like, I want to say like maybe about three months ago, I go to a Nike outlet store close to my house. And they're selling the shoe for like 60 bucks. It's just sitting like, you know how it is at the outlet. It's yeah. just boxes on box on box. Broken box. I was just like, <laughs> yeah, with the, with the lid tour. And my mom had seen me wearing them once. And she was like, yo, like, I like those. Like, I want a pair. And I was like, well, check this out, mom. Like, like it's on StockX. It's on GOAT. Like, I ain't trying to spend like, you know what I mean? Like 250 $300 on a pair of shoes for you because you aren't really into shoes like that. She's like, it's all good. Don't worry about it. But then I see them at the Nike store for like 60 bucks, And I was like, yo. Like what's going on? Like how how is this pos how is this possible? I thought they were gone, and it's like, did you like lose a shipment? Did you hold the shipment for too long, and now like you don't want to put it on Nike.com because you don't want like your consumers to be mad or like so you just so, like put it in the outlet store where no one's gonna see it. So I know I know the thing? answer to that question. What's the answer? And so obviously this is not what Nike was is gonna want anybody to know, but um. So the answer was this, this happened. I don't, I'm actually not going to say what shoe this, this, this happened with because it was a super high profile shoe. Although said okay. athlete is not there anymore. I'll tell you off, off this actually, obviously. Um, but so what they do is when they release something that they think is going to be hot, they feel like this is going to sell out. This is going to be one of those shoes, you know? Um, yeah. So they put it up there. Obviously, there's people watching, seeing what the, how well it's doing immediately after it goes up or whatever. And it's a it's a bust, and they know they're like, oh shoot, okay, like so the you know these aren't selling as hot as we thought they would. They pull them, or they say sold out, uh, and they do exactly what you said. So maybe a day or two or three days later, they'll throw a couple more on there. Um, but what they do is they specifically send those shoes to outlets because they haven't sold well and they haven't made mm -hmm. the, the impact that they thought they would. So they're like, all right, well, we'll take this as a loss. We're going to send these to the outlets and let people pick them up or you know feel lucky or whatever because when you think about yeah. it there's not a the the chances of a, a wild sneakerhead living at an outlet area is pretty rare there's not like a million outlets all over the place right so when somebody sees these it's you know it's not like it's not like their 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 secret is blown because there's not you know millions of sneakerheads going into these outlets all the time um to the ones that they're sending them to so yeah it's a it's a marketing tactic where if it doesn't do as well as they wanted it to do immediately they'll pull it say it's sold out you know and send, send it to the outlets send some to the outlets yeah and then re and then put it out up a, a little bit later to kind of double verify um that people don't want it like maybe they missed it or they weren't aware that it was coming out or whatever but this to kind of make sure that they're doing the right that it really wasn't a big hit and then yeah they send to the outlets so i mean this was the case a few years ago i mean i don't know if it's changed since then but it sounds like it's still happening i'm sure it does i'm sure it does you know
it is. Yeah, because, yeah, so, yeah, it makes sense. Okay, well, thank you for sharing that insider tip. Uh, <laughs> yeah. I guess you'll leave us to speculate who the athlete, the former Nike athlete was. I mean, in what shoe? Was it a Roger Federer? I don't know. No, he still wears Nike, doesn't he? He, he, he used to, but now he owns shoe. On. Or he's a part owner oh. of On now, that Swiss shoe brand. Oh, I missed that. Okay. Yeah, Grace wore those well, for training one day, and she was like, "Hey, she had to take them off." She's like, "This is the most uncomfortable shoe." She had. He has like a signature Federer shoe for on, and she a, couldn't finish a her workout. Scammer, man. He's a <laughs> scammer. Dang. Dang. Okay. Well, guys, I think that's probably about all we wanted to say about Mister Holland, and uh, you know, him coming over to the Nike. You know, the Nike camp. You know, shout out to. You know, Nike for doing the right thing. Shout out to Erling Holland for, you know, securing his his future and his legacy, whether, you know, it goes up or down, you know, 10 years at 20 million. That's crazy. That's all good. That's all good. <laughs> you know, he's set for life. The crazy dude, it's just so crazy. He's making more off of this brand deal than most people, most professional athletes make in their career. Like he's making more off the Nike deal in one year than most professional footballers make in their entire career. Yeah. Like um, if you think, what? like think about it. Like, well, I'm just like, if you think about it, like most players like playing for like, let's just say mid table team. And then I'm going to shut up. Like, let's just say like a team, let's say like crystal palace. Like no one at Crystal Palace is probably making more than about one point five two million dollars. Yeah, Zaha, for example. Okay. Now that's at the height of your career. Yeah. So if we're saying, let's say the height of your career is a five year contract, and after before that, that was your come up, so you were on like seventy five k, and after that, it's the cool down, so you're like, you know, back to one hundred maybe, right. and then or even lower. So. In your entire career, let's say you're lucky enough to have a 20-year career, so you go from 15 to 35. I mean, or whatever 20 years would be, you're not making 20 million. Most mo- average player isn't like all like the players we know, superstars. Sure, they're all above there, but like, like let's just say guy like let's think old guy. Hmm, let's think. Uh, Seamus Coleman from Everton. He ain't making 20 million. No, you know what I mean. James Ward Prowse, he ain't making twenty million. No. You know what I mean? You know. I'm trying to see what Zaha's making, but I can't find it on transfer market. But yeah. Um, yeah, no. No, you're absolutely right. I mean, to your point, like Zaha is currently rated at basically at what Holland's getting paid per year by Nike. He's rated at twenty seven million as his transfer as his transfer value. And that's just insane, dude. Yeah. yeah. I mean like just for like I like I don't know if I mean I'm sure people know this and now we're probably being a little bit patronizing, but twenty million a year just to wear Nike is insane. That's that's insane. Like most players on their Nike contracts are getting like a million bucks tops. Yeah. yeah like yeah, yeah. and and obviously like all the merch you want, like whatever you need, let your yeah. rep know we'll get it to you. Has but its like perks. here's has its perks, but like here's a million. Like I think yeah. in Hazard was getting like maybe like three million. Really? He, you know, yeah. Like these contracts aren't like. Let me see if I can find it real quick. Eden Hazard Nike contract. Some reports, by the way, just to your point, um, 
some reports are reporting that Zaha is on 200,000 a week, which is the highest Crystal Palace has ever paid in their history of existence. Um, and 200,000 a week is is not getting you <laughs> that amount of Nike money that Holland's getting. So, yeah. Nah. Oh, okay. So, okay, I misspoke. Eden Hazard was getting six million, but yeah. still. I mean, that's still more than. That's, that's, that's still, still. Yeah. Can't even three X that. Yeah. You three X that. You're still not at twenty million. Yeah, exactly. And he was. I mean, at one point in time, and I know people. Yo, shout out to Eden Hazard. He got an assist today. He got an assist. <laughs> he got on the my field. Actually, amazing. He actually played and got an assist. Shout, shout out to my former favorite player. Mr. Hazard, but yeah, all that to say, at one point he was considered the best player in the Premier League in Nike, mm-hmm. and he got and he got player exclusives on a regular basis, and he was only getting six million. Insane. Just put that just to put that in perspective for the you know for the young boy. I'm, ex- I'm interested to, to see Holland. his player exclusives, um, like what they're going to do with Erling Holland. Yeah, yeah, we'll see which direction they take it. Yeah, yeah, because I mean, I feel like one guy that was supposed to be up next was uh, Jaden Sancho, and he got they gave him one player exclusive, yeah, and then did. he like died. But they like they they typically, I mean, I feel like Nike, except for Neymar, I I gotta be honest, Nike did Neymar dirty. His player exclusives were trash, but like I feel like most of the other players get like Ronaldo always got fire, Mbappe's always got fire. Yeah. Uh, like and when they make one off shoes for their other athletes, like even like. I hate to say it. Some of the Harry Kane special boots. I, I know, like. man. So I agree. I saw those ones where he broke the England record. I was like, yes, those are pretty fire. Yes, those are pretty, <laughs> those, those are pretty hard, man. And then there, there was another one. There was another one. He got also, I think when he got a hundred goals in the premier league. Yeah. Anyway, even the Wayne Rooney it. ones they made, I'm like, yo, why for these people that I don't really care much about? Oh, like, for the, for, yeah. For the venoms. Yeah. For the, they yeah. Rooney, the venoms. Yeah. Dang, but anyway, he used to wear the T90s. All right, guys. Well, that's all we wanted to really talk. We just want to talk a little bit about, you know, you know, Nike bringing in Erling Holland, put him on the, you know, put him, put him back on the payroll officially for the next decade. And, uh, you know, it's looking up for Nike and, you know, competition beware, you know, you can, you can, you can fill the rest of the Norwegian men's team with the Puma boot besides Martin Odegaard and, and Erling Holland. It's not going to move me. You know, the kid's going to show up in them Nike track suits. Yes. You know what time it is. <laughs> yeah, it's not <laughs> to blame for having all these okay. Brazil mugs too, pastel and out there like it's Easter time. I love it. it looks amazing. Happy Easter, guys. Happy Easter. <laughs> go ahead and get yourself, go ahead and get yourself some of these gorts right now. We're going to run a, run an Easter special. You know what I mean? 50% off the gorts today only. Abrazomate.com. Abrazomate.com. What what's the uh what's the code, Brooks? What's it's the code? Easter time? Easter what's time. Easter time. Okay. Easter time. Yo, go get them. <laughs> <laughs> All right, guys. Thanks for hanging out with us. Brooks, you got anything else to say before we get out of here? No, sir. All right. Peace. <laughs>